Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. The great days we're living, bro. That's just f***ing Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe, someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective It's time for the Band Slam Podcast. I'm With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. Well, what is going on, Bam Slam fam? Bam Slam season two, season two episode, episode two, two from Bam the Bam Pod. Slam studio. It's going to take me a couple to get used to it. As you can see, we do not use a script. No, we don't. No. <laughs> no, we're not allowed to. I uh, hope everyone is doing well. As always, thanks to you for being along for this uh, for this podcast. Allison Ratzlaff, Ben Fletcher. Allie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. Ben? Oh, I'm just Danny. I feel at home in our studios. L- I, I love our new studios. I love this lamp. Yeah. There- <laughs> it, is, it is very cool in here. I love it. And you, you guys sure you're not hot because I don't know why. Maybe because I was out in the yard earlier. I'm just sitting here. I feel like I'm sweating. I'm yeah. I've I had a like... self-pampering day. Okay. No, you what'd feel you, good. What did you, you do? Wax, pedicure, facial, manicure. Where? Okay, My face. Okay. okay. <laughs> God. Gross. I will not have a mustache. No, I... <laughs> You do look kind of shiny in a good I know, way. It's because she put all kinds of like oil on my face after. Because I also had a well, not a that facial. you ever look bad. So I would. I have not one stitch of makeup on, so I'm sure I look gorgeous. No, even if you do, even if you did have a stash, I would. I'd never. Notice it's very it. blonde. No one would ever notice it, but oh, that's so I. Funny. But I do. I notice it. So okay. I mean, it's not I a messed, mustache, but you know what I mean. I messed up my mustache. If you look closely, I took the lowest setting on my trimmer. Oh. Oh, nah. it, it's not too... No, it, you know, it's not noticeable. No, not if you're just looking at me, but right. if you get up in there, like Costa likes to come give me a smooch when I get here, <laughs> Jesus. then it's very noticeable and scratchy <laughs> and gross. And I have this like big weekend where I'm seeing a bunch of people from college and I don't want to be baby face, but I also have a borderline inverted Hitler stash. No. And I, okay, well, I don't think it looks like that. I want to know, did you find the tequila that you were texting us about, desperate for help? Oh, that's right. Okay, so I didn't go where you guys were telling me oh to go. because it's Fine, like, don't take our advice. Okay, we both yeah. told you the same place. I know, and I want to go there eventually, but I went half the distance to BevMo, Ugh. and I did get like a 70-year something Don Julio BevMo. special. Whatever. What, what's wrong with Bevmo? There's nothing wrong with Bevmo. There's nothing Shout wrong with Bevmo. But if you go to that other place, maybe they would have become a Bam Slam sponsor. Oh. Yeah, I, I just it, <laughs> it was an interest of time, and I would like to go back there. I want to do a tasting there. It's very cool. It's awesome. I mean, they've got every, they probably have every tequila. I think they do under the sun. And if you ask for help, I mean, that's what's so great about it. You can just go in there and say, "I want to spend this amount, but I want it to look really good." Yeah. But well, TikTok told me which tequila to get. Oh, oh my! Of okay. course, then hey, millennial. Yeah. yeah, TikTok told me the uh, Casano Rojo with the uh, worm in it. <laughs> no, <laughs> is that a thing? It's either Oso Negro. Do you eat or the Cassano worm? Rojo. You're Some supposed people to. Do if they supposed had to have it, like an, a psychedelic effect. Did you ever see the movie? Um, <laughs> did you ever see the? And that's legal. It? Did you ever see Urban Cowboy with John Travolta? No, he's okay. never even heard of that movie. <laughs> I've heard of it. I've never. Well, Scott Clen. Plays this character, Wes Hightower, and he's an ex-con, and he's a bad dude. And he's in... He's in his... <laughs> Why are you in, like, a Western voice right now? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Scott Hightower, well, I mean, anytime he's you, a bad mamma jamma. Anytime you say the name Wes Hightower, <laughs> it makes you go to country Western voice. <laughs> Anyhow, like he's, in his, uh, he's in his double wide, and they're down in Houston, <laughs> and he grabs a bottle of tequila, and it's a profile shot. He's all... <laughs> And then you see him go, uh, and he pinches his mouth, and he grabs the worm, and then he puts the bottle down, and goes like this, and he chews it and eats the worm. So, anyhow, so you got a good bottle of tequila. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. It's like a Don Julio, sil- like, I don't know, it's cool. Here, I have a picture. Okay. <laughs> One sec. No, we trust you. 
We trust you, even though you didn't trust us. I do trust you. I just didn't want. We look, I, it's to in go. a box. If liquor's in a box, that oh, means it's fancy, uh, yeah, right? Absolutely it's fancy. fancy. Yeah, that looks very fancy. Yeah, the Good bottle's job. cool. I mean, I think he's gonna be. Ha- he listens to this podcast as soon as it comes out. So okay. there goes the surprise, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. you a really nice bottle of tequila. Is, is he the one that corrected me that? Yes. Maravie's town took place in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania not Boston. Not Boston. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> thank you for the correction. Happy birthday too! And he's also the guy that made the band slam open. So thank oh, you. It's <laughs> oh, that shit! Guy. Sorry. Oh. So thank you, Chris. You'll enjoy you, it, Chris. Chris. Happy we birthday, promise. buddy. Happy birthday. We love you, Chris. All right, I'm gonna get this out of the way while I can still maintain. Oh man. No, I might not. No. So we, uh, it's we had to put um, Tonka down Monday. Mm. So this is what happened. We did our broadcast. We did our pod here Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning. Everything is great. You and Tonka became fast friends. Oh you were God. hugging on him oh, and loving I him and loved, stuff. God, he kept kissing my face. Yeah. Oh, I loved him so and much. And Saturday night, Meg uh, kind of noticed that he really wasn't being himself. And in fact, he laid underneath the, the patio table. And he kind of just laid there with his head down. And that's that's mm. not Tonka. And... I saw him, and I was kind of like, "What's up, buddy?" And he just had—he just not, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, it was the, "I'm fucking tired of this. I'm done." Look on his face. I kissed Allison, and I'm ready yeah, to go. I'm ready to go. I want to. <laughs> I want to walk out of the stadium as Super Bowl champion. So he um, he didn't really eat his dinner that night, and Sunday morning wouldn't eat anything. Uh, Sunday night, same thing. And I was, I mean, I'm talking a balled up hand of roast beef underneath his nose. Wouldn't touch it. So Meg and I were thinking, I wonder if he's got like an abscess tooth or there's something in his throat because, you know, as dogs get older, they make this sound mm-hmm. just for, you know, for no apparent reason. So we, th- we thought maybe, so I, anyhow, I called the vet. They called me bright and early Monday morning. And they said, yeah, let's, let, we'll, you know, we'll squeeze him in. Can you be here at nine? So I get him to the vet and I start to kind of go through that. Okay. What if it isn't an abscess tooth? What if it's, you know, so, and so I'm emotional sitting there waiting for um, them to come get him. So they came and got him. And then they, our vet was doing, is still doing like COVID appointments. But they said, yeah, come on in. So they put me into a waiting room. And I'm trying to tell the assistant, okay, you know, she goes, when's the last time he ate, blah, blah, blah. I cannot talk. Mm. I, I, I just literally cannot talk. So I had the foresight before I left here of typing everything onto my phone, exactly what they were going to ask me. Oh, man. So I just, I go, and I hand her the phone. She goes, I got you, I got you. So then Dr. Mason came in, and Dr. Mason's been seeing him for the longest time. Shout out Dr. Mason cancer survivor by the way and she recognizes that i really can't function she goes listen we're going to do everything we can we're going to take care of him we're going to run a bunch of tests we're going to take a bunch of x-rays um we got your boy he's he's fine okay so all right so i leave and i get back here to the house and i'm doing yard work trying to keep myself busy and she calls back at about twelve forty-five or so and she goes mike and I just knew from the the tone of her voice. I said, what is it? She goes, well, we found a bleeding mass on his spleen. And she goes, he stabilized. We stabilized him and stuff. Um, and if you want, I can get you in today to go to the the vet, the, the specialist for an ultrasound. And then they'll probably be able to operate on him and remove it. And she said, but you also have to understand this. He's a 13-year-old boy who weighs 80-plus pounds, and his body and his skeleton and his musculature, whatever, muscular nature are saying it's, you know, because she was also doing this test with his tail. He didn't even have the muscle um, tone to, you know, keep his tail up Mm -hmm. in here. So uh, she goes, but, you know, we can, whatever you want to do. And I said, Doc, um, so she said, Mike, I'm happy doing either. She goes, if I thought you were getting rid of a perfectly functioning dog's going to go on and live a long life, I wouldn't do it. She goes, but if you decide to go that route, 
She goes, I'm perfectly fine doing it. I said, okay, let me call you back. So I called Meg and, and she's at the Nordstrom sale with mm-hmm. Topher that you talked about <laughs> and her mom and I'm weeping and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, get it. I go, honey, it's time. It's time. She goes, what do you mean? It's time. I said, it's Dr. Mason said it's time. So she goes, okay. So they called me about 15 minutes later and it was Topher's idea. And he said, mom, can't they come to the house and do it? Yeah, they do that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I didn't think about it. So she had me call. I called back to the hospital to Kensington vet. Paula, uh, one of their assistants gave me a bunch of great names. First one I called. Dr. Andrea Leach, um, her assistant, Philip, shout out to Philip, um, you know, asked me what the situation was. And I said, we, we need to do this today because I think there's some pain involved and obviously quality of life, blah, blah, blah. So he said, okay, she can, she'll get you guys in at three 30. Great. So now I call Meg, I go, you guys got to get back to the house. She's going to be here at three 30. Um, and she said, okay, toast on his way back to give you the car because my car was still in the shop, of course, mm-hmm. and I had to get his car to go to the oh, vet pick to pick up, up Tonka. Mm-hmm. So Tove pulls up, and he sees me, and he gets out of the car, and he just falls into my arms sobbing. Aww. And, you know, we have a moment there, and I said, listen, I'm going to go get him. I'll be right back. And he kind of looks at me and says, okay, <clears throat> I don't have any gas. Oh. <laughs> Dad, can I have your credit card while we're at? <laughs> so, I'm just saying because you know so, you're not going to get mad. Right, I'm not. I'm like so. I go, I got it, I got it, and I'm just looking at my watch. So I drive down to the gas station, fill up his car, get to the vet, pick him up. They all come out and say hi and goodbye. We get back here to the house. Um, a couple of his buddies showed up, and Doctor Leach Leach came in, and she was so Zen and so mellow and just absolutely, you know, she, unfortunately she does this a lot. So, Mm -hmm. um, she knows, she knows what the drill is. So she explained everything and we all just hung. Tonka was laying down on his laying down with his head down on the ground and, and Toph brought his favorite tennis ball and she came in and and she goes, you know, I'm just going to, so she gives him a, like a very, very heavy relaxing sedative and, um, she goes, you know, it's going to take 10 minutes or so, and he'll just kind of nod off. And she goes, you may see some heavy breathing in him. It's because he's dreaming. Mm-hmm. So they do that. Um, we just all sat with him. And then she goes, you know, once he's once he's asleep, then I'm going to give him the the shot um, that'll, that'll end it. So she did, and it was super peaceful. And all the dogs were all around. All the puppies were at the door kind of looking in. <laughs> Mac, though, was on his side a couple feet away, snoring like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) He just just could not be bothered. And um, we we all found that really funny because that is so Mac. Mm -hmm. If if Tonka was a steak that was being put to sleep, he'd be all over it. Dude, it's it's the worst thing you go through. I mean, when you talk about... Times in my life where I've been completely devastated by loss, it's all been because of dogs. Yeah. I know, I know. Well, it, and it, thirteen is a is a good. Absolutely. I mean, that's a nice long Allison. life for a lab. Sure. I mean, labs our lab passed away at twelve, and I just think if you get past twelve, you're it's all gold. It is. It is. It's all extra great time. And so she I um, miss that guy. So she, um, you know, she's. I'd look up and she's got tears in her eyes, and I'm like. Just thinking to myself, how do you do this? How do you do this every day? But you're you're doing overall what is the best thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think some Zen philosopher said dogs are five thousand of the greatest days on earth, and just one really really shitty day. Yeah. So um, she then wraps them up in a, a blanket, and she's got like this little uh, gurney kind of nylon stretcher with handles on it, and Topher and I and Coop. And Luke were his pallbearers, and we, came, we took him out the front door and, and laid him in the car. And the toy says, can I please I, – I, he goes, I just want to give one more kiss, one more kiss. So she Aww. goes, of course. So he puts his head in the back of the car and gives her a kiss, and then you know he's losing it. And then it was, it was okay. I got home Wednesday, and I drove in, and I was thinking in terms of he's not here. And so I really had a, I really had a, a bummer of a day Wednesday, you know, crying and you know, stuff like that. But, um, it's kind of, it's kind of this seeing the butterfly and no, sorry, 
seeing the butterfly and knowing that we absolutely did the right thing and knowing that as a rescue we gave him a really, you know, I, what we considered a really good life. An amazing life. That is start that's the feeling that's starting to mm-hmm. take place. And now that Jin Jin as of when you guys were here last week um is now officially Jin Jin Costa. Foster fail. Another foster fail. So, and Meg had a great point. She goes, you know, honey, maybe maybe Tonka knew. It was yeah. time for her to be here and it was time for him to, to bail. So, anyhow, that's what we went through as a family. And you two are family members uh, going back to last Saturday. And things are great. And, again, um, 5,000 great days in one shitty, shitty day. Mm-hmm. And don't return. I got a lot of compliments on your rant. About oh, return- not returning dogs? Come on. And if that if there's one takeaway here, yeah, we know don't return your dogs after you adopt them. Right. You could have a you could have your your version of Tonka. Yeah. Five thousand great days. Five thousand yeah. good. Where they are gonna love you more than anything. Honestly, we don't deserve. People don't no. deserve dogs. No. Dogs. Actually, Costa might deserve dogs. Yeah. <laughs> dogs are just <laughs> and just in general, they're so much better than people. They're so. Do you have a dog now? Love, I, we don't now okay. only because. When Bear died, right. which was my yellow lab, who I adored, like he was Ugh. my buddy. I mean, my buddy, <laughs> he loved me. But when he died, I was, you know, it was my boys were in high school, almost high school, and um, a couple of them were in high school. Yeah, and uh, it was sort of that time where we were constantly On the at go. games and yep. travel basketball, and just we were never home anymore. And so I kind of felt like this is not the time to get another dog. Um, But I've been thinking about it more and more. So, well, 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 if you guys out there listening have pups or dogs or anything, send us a picture. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Flat our Bam Slam dog fam. Yeah. We did Bam Slam pod. We got a lot of, uh, love on that last episode. I feel like, yeah, it was, I mean, I really think we're just at home now. We found our little niche, our little spot. <laughs> and I think we're ready to party here. I'll tell you what. We have a bar. We have dogs. We got we it all. A Peloton. Yeah, a we pool. <laughs> what more do we need? We did not come through on any promises of pictures. I promise we will post pics today. Yeah. Um, and well, let's kick season two off the right way and really get this thing going. I think there's rumors that we might make a TikTok page where Costa does a bunch of hot girl stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I'm, okay, I'm into this. I, I saw that on Twitter. The hot girl posing and, you, and, and OnlyFans. What do you think? Yeah, well, <laughs> will you show some boob? I'll show more than boob for OnlyFans. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, do you, you do you get paid for OnlyFans? Yes, I, yeah, I think it's subscription. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, some mom in I don't know where where she lives, but a mom whose kids were all in Catholic school, like Catholic elementary school, they kicked her kids out of the school because she, she was, had she was what? she was stripping yeah. right. She was doing all kinds of stuff on OnlyFans. Her husband knew. I think they maybe she and her husband were. T- oh my some god! Some stuff was together, but awesome. She was making a fortune. Okay, so have you and her the kids kicked out of the parochial. Catholic elementary school, all three. Probably justice. Uh, <laughs> I thought. I thought. Well, what, what I thought was, which parent was watching? Thank yeah, you. And was subscribing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because because otherwise, how would you know? Every dad in the school is like, "What the hell? <laughs> she didn't do anything wrong." Exactly. And she is hot. Yeah. So well, there's this girl who like got famous in in the YouTube era. Like I don't, I never heard of her. Maybe Toph would be the right age for her like rise to fame. Her name is Karina something. She made a million bucks in one day off of one boob pic yeah. on OnlyFans. Yeah, it's crazy. Like a picture of her standing in the shower or something. And now she's been going on podcasts all over the place promoting it. Just a boob, like one boob or two boobs? I don't. I haven't seen the picture. You have to pay like 15 bucks, I think. And I, I don't, I'm not going to subscribe. No, no way. Uh-huh. But a million bucks. And I want to know, yeah. are those like 13-year-olds who are paying 15 bucks with their mom's credit card? Probably. Uh, of course they are. Like, Probably. I, I don't know. She's she's obviously eighteen and elder, yeah, right? Okay. I, I yeah, think so. I, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure you would have to be. I don't know how the, how you prove it or whatever. But but, I'd be so afraid of the, having like a young kid, boy or girl, thinking, "Oh my god, easy money!" And you're you're the, showing parts of your body, and it's like, wait a second, that's pedophilia. Evidently, there's a yeah. shit ton of like eighteen to twenty two year old girls doing it, trying to make money that aren't really making all that much okay. because there's so many of and them. End up yeah. with like but, stalkers and yeah, yeah, but the older people because there's not very many of them. Yeah. Or maybe wow. some different kind of body type that guys some freaky guys might be into. Oh sure, sure. Pe- those people, if you have something kind of different, yeah. 
they're scoring big time. We have different right here. Yes. Look at him. Can you funnel that money right into the Bam Slam podcast? Dude, just up close pictures of your belly button. <laughs> like... <laughs> And I won't shave it so it looks like a butthole or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like you posing by the pool. Do a like, dance okay. by the pool. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to get Casa doing all the hot girl trends. Like there's the one that I think Tatis has at Petco Park now where it's like the red light behind him, you know, and oh, it's his yeah, shadow. Yeah. So that, oh. was, that was a TikTok trend of like girls doing it with like when the red light goes. Just so it's a just silhouette. Your silhouette. Yeah. 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 We could get you in that. All right. All right. Hey, if there's money in it, I'm a whore. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Um, God, what million dollars one picture? And it's like all these Kinda guys. Makes that, you think, bitch. All these guys that slide into DMs and stuff. You don't need to do that anymore. Just go get an OnlyFans account and leave everybody else alone. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> 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 oh God, what the hell? I don't know how we got here, but here we are. I know. Oh, we went from Tonka. I we're all the way from Tonka to, to OnlyFans and, and one boob and, and TikTok. That's incredible. That's, a million bucks. Good for her. And she posted like the screenshot of her like payout from OnlyFans so that everyone knows she wasn't lying because everyone's like, no fucking way you made a million bucks. I'm, you know, I'm sorry, but a million. Now, if, if she takes that million. Okay, God, what happens so to her taxes and stuff? It just seems like a oh, big I know, I yeah. almost to have to get that much money so you're right so quickly. Oh, seems she's down like, with a thirty three percent time. Yeah, and just the government is going to say, okay, we need to half, do, half, or yeah. whatever your W two, yeah, whatever her. And whoever the owner, Did they send of, you a ten ninety nine. Like what happened? I, I would assume, like whoever the owner of OnlyFans has to be just making ridiculous money because they yeah, take because, a percentage on every single subscription, yeah. every single sale. Oh my god! So it's like if the girl is making a million, I'm sure they're making a couple hundred thousand. Oh, they... probably like three percent, maybe. Is I don't know. Okay? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's temper. I don't know. Allie, I think we need to do some research. All right, That's let's awesome. make Costa and OnlyFans, and we really just need like five subscribers just to see how it all works. Fifteen yeah. bucks a month. Yeah. Oh, is that? A, oh, you pay them per month? I don't know. Or is it? Like I don't a have per this view. Thing. Okay, neither do I. No, I, I think it's a subscription. Like you oh, said, it is? Like, I think so. I think uh, you yeah, pay I, a monthly I was heard fee. It was, I heard it was like the Netflix for porn. Yeah, it's like a monthly, but it's like personalized. Okay. And it's okay. whatever those people are doing, and so you just search like I want to see. Yeah, originally it was like stand-up comics. Yeah, like there was stuff like that that wasn't porn, and then yeah. all of a sudden it just got completely taken over by that one sector. It's like it you always can does. Do a search like thirty-five-year-old woman dancing in her bikini on her bed, and wow. whatever that that will pop up. Okay, Somebody's I just remember it. what I was going to say. There was there's this girl in Canada, and she makes these really awesome like meditation videos. Like she's got a really soft voice. You would she's subscribe? Just, well, so it sounds like Calm the app. Very, calm. It's, and, and it's 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 the stuff they call as ASMR, mm. and um, so I, I would, you know, once in a while when she has a new video out, I'll check it out and I'll, you know, listen to it as I'm going to sleep or, you know, that type of thing. And then she said, one day she says, oh, and I have my OnlyFans account. She goes, well, you know, I, I do some lingerie stuff. I'm like, oh my God, this sweet, demure, pure as Canadian snow has another side to her. So I went on the internet and I searched her. I just did a name search. Boom. The first <laughs> thing that pops up is her going to town on a Dodeski. Oh, it my God. It was just like, holy shit. And I'm like, whoa. I, now there's nothing left for the imagination. You know, Ruined nothing, the rest of her videos for it you? It was just her face and her voice. And now it's just like, <laughs> ah, there's her tonsils. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just find somebody else. And it, it's, it's just like, well, it's kind of like, you know, that, that woman who's, I'm sure all her kids' friends were like, oh my now God. Now we got to go find pictures of Stewie's mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, everyone, I need five so, bucks from everyone so we can and, get the money. Evidently, so. it was, and this just pisses me off. <laughs> I just, I can't stand people like this. It was the other moms and all, of all the course. PTA moms well, yeah, it was one of their husbands yeah. oh yeah one of their husbands probably saw it yeah. and they all huddled together and got this woman kicked out of the school right it's like leave her alone she's not hurting you nobody not has nobody's no one's harper valley pta oh i can't stand exactly that stuff it now, it's like let her live and let live and if she's making m- money to support her family and you don't have to go watch it 
you don't have to watch. She's not hurting anybody. She's not going to molest your children if they go over there for a play date. It's like, probably a pervert ass principal that saw it and he was like, Oh, she can't be here. <laughs> oh, exactly. Her breasts are on the internet. <laughs> It's like, hey, principal, if you only knew what your students were doing on exactly. any given Friday or Saturday night. Or what all those parents are doing behind closed doors uh-huh. with, uh, you exactly. know, swinging or whatever they're doing. Yes. Like, you, just because it's not on OnlyFans doesn't mean it's not happening. And yeah. she's not hurt. Her, her, you know, Such not be marketed to kids. We're very progressive. I like that about us. Oh, I just don't like busybodies. As long as you're not hurting. Just mind your own business. As long as you're not hurting anybody or hurting kids. Exactly. Got it. And leave. Leave. Just let. People. Keep your private, like whatever. Yeah, if she, right. that's what she wants, I don't know. it's like somebody who gets mad at what they hear on Sirius XM. It's yeah. like, hey, dumbass, you paid for it, yeah. or you do have the ability to change the channel. Right. You don't even have to turn it on. Right. Yeah. Just leave people alone. No, everyone's just in such a hurry to be the the moral compass uh-huh. for, for everybody else. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. It's it's why our country is fucked right now. Yeah. What'd you guys make of um, All Star Game? All Star Game. I besides, actually, besides the shit, ugly ass uniforms, those were ugly. Joe Buck sucked. Other than that, I had zero okay. complaints. How hot were Manny and his wife on the carpet? On the, the yes, yeah. the hottest couple out there. And uh, I heard Annie talking about it. Or I read something that she posted or something. She said that every single. Um, Sorry, media entity was stopping them. Like, who, what are you guys wearing? Like, what are you? And she had her her clutch was that Base, a beaded a baseball, baseball bag, which is yeah, probably like crystals and stuff. Hundred thousand dollars or yeah. something. I mean, they looked. She's beautiful, and of course, he's beautiful. So <laughs> they just looked so the beautiful. They, they don't have kids, do they? I don't think so. No, but she's she's really. I love her because she's not your stereotypical stick. Thin. No, she's got a little bu- curve to she's her. Built she's built like some she looks muscle. like an athlete. She does look like an athlete. Yeah. She's definitely not muscle. I just thought they looked amazing. You know, she reminds me of Jamie Hardwick. Yes, Nick's, Nick's wife. Yes. Yeah, yes. kind of. Very what I similar. I went like, wow, that looks just like Jamie. That's a great comparison. And then Jake yeah. Cronenworth and his family on the red carpet were hilarious because so either his dad or his grandpa was wearing the Crone Zone shirt Under underneath his, under his jacket, a blazer. Under his blazer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So cute. I thought Jake was kind of adorable the whole weekend because he like. Like every other padre who was there, you're like, oh, they belong. Like Tatis has this ability to like kind of belong wherever he is. Manny's been an all star before. Mark Melanson's been an all star before. Jake Cronenworth was kind of just like the little kid. Wow. Oh yeah, he was the little brother. Wow. He totally was taking it all in, which was cool to see. And I'm like glad he got to have that experience. And Tatis I, I looked have... gorgeous too. Oh yeah, pink the pink suit. suit. Did he go? With, did he take his mom? His mom, or... and it looked like. Some other like cousins. I don't know. Does he have a, a significant other right now or no? No, I think he is a uh, play in the field. Well, yeah, allegedly with. Uh, oh, did you see that picture? Holy at shit. Zion. No, Trevor, Trevor, you didn't see Trevor Bauer in the. Oh, at Zion. Yes, I did see that. I thought there was a picture of Tatis no, with the girl. No, okay, Trevor first off, Trevor, nice tits. Yeah, and, and a beer, beer belly. belly, and he has no muscle in his arms. I was like, he's a baseball. Oh, player. I know, I know. <laughs> what a terrible well, body. It shows you what great. Um, technique he has yeah but yeah they're they're just marching in zion together and it's like yeah really healthy agent athlete relationship and the mlb suspended him for even longer which they needed permission from the player union to do he's toast so now that he has lost the player union's backing i think he's totally fucked yeah He is. I don't know that. I mean, he has what? Still like 120 million dollars owed by the dodgers they might be forced to eat that and just pay him or maybe not. I mean, if he has a morals clause in his contract, yeah, they may they can, not have to pay. Yeah, him. you're right. Or they can say to him, "Listen, we're going to here's a figure, and this figure means that we're not going to go after the whole thing because of your morals clause. Mm-hmm. If you pitch a fit, then we're going to take you to court, and you're going to get nothing. Mm-hmm. But you walk away, and we never hear from you again. We don't you know, lawyers ever, are. Oh, I know having long-ass meetings right now. You just oh, know they sure. are every day. There's a lot of meetings that are just must be. Sorry, I didn't mean to sabotage. No, no, no. Oh, this was good. We, we needed to talk about this. Yeah. But so, Trevor Bauer, I mean, it's getting worse and worse every single day for him. That picture did no favors because now it's like, oh, so he and his agent are also together? I, <sighs> yeah. Which they are, right? Didn't that come out earlier in the offseason? There's season? been a lot of speculation that they are. But, you know, clearly they aren't monogamous i mean he was having random women come visit him and she's not mad at him for this which is yeah very weird yeah it's anyhow tatis 
Um, it was great to see him. But you're right at what you said about Jake Cronenworth. And, and I have to say something since we're talking about the Dodgers. You know, I, I jump on Max Muncy all the time because I think he's a bitch and he looks like a something from Troll. The Hobbit, whatever. But the fact that he just says to Cronenworth during the All-Star game, yeah, use my use my glove. That was one of your funnier tweets, though. Was it you that was talking about how itchy? No, no that who said your... that? Who said that? It was. Oh, it might have been like a Jake Cronenworth fan page. But yeah. it was, someone said, oh, man, my hand is so itchy after itchy. using Max Muncy's <laughs> glove. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of that. And did you see Dave Roberts like gave Tatis a very long hug in the dugout and seemed to talk to him for a yep. long time at the very end? Yes. Um, and how about Tatis with like Freddie Freeman's son, Charlie? Okay, let's talk about okay. that. The Padres were so well represented oh, with Tatis. the different stories. He's yeah. A stud at age 22, he really the way is. he conducts himself. He spoke to everyone mm-hmm. that came his way, and every single entity wanted to interview him. Fans too, like he just—he's got it. He gets he's it. He's just got but it. But Freddie Freeman's son has one favorite baseball player, not his dad. No, who was an MVP? Who Fernando is- Tatis Jr. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, hey, Braves. Um, I realize he's the reigning NL MVP. I realize that he picked up the Chipper Jones baton and became the face of the Braves, but. Uh, Screw you, and, Dad. And his uh, wife t- tweeting and Instagramming yeah. about it nonstop. Charlie's got his dream. He met Tatis. And then all of a sudden, that became Freddie Freeman's entire weekend was questions about Tatis. Tatis. Not questions yep. about him right. or yeah. the AL team. It so was we just. We keep on talking about Gallo or or possibly a Chris Bryant or something like that coming to the Padres for, for an Eric Hosmer. I'd love to see Scherzer. Could you get? Me too. He's such a freaking bulldog. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that. They need a bat. They need an arm. Well, we're going to Washington. Maybe he'll come back with us. (laughs) Uh, You never know. Stranger things have happened. Just grab him. Put him in handcuffs. When is the trade deadline? Uh, July 31st. Is that right? 30th. Oh, shit. So 30th. Okay, so yeah. it's it's two weeks away or whatever. Yeah, no word. And everyone is saying AJ Peller is going to make a move sooner than later. Not Because he, he doesn't want to wait for the Giants and the Dodgers to do something. No. Then Don't. react. Mm-hmm. You want to set the tone and get it, get it in before. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, all three teams are going to make some sort of move to bring someone in. And they're probably all going after the exact same people. We've got to get some pitching. <laughs> Oh my Everybody's God! Pitching before weather's bats. out. Yeah, weather's out. You is questionable. Snail's got a tapeworm. Yeah, he's got something, man. Gas, what is going on with this tummy? Do you think something. the second time he got that, that that was real, or do you think they just thought let's shut him down so that he can get his head right? I hope it was just a long with... vacation and it wasn't some sort of. <laughs> no, I again, they can lie about anything they want. Sure. Hey, Doc, does he have this? Yeah, sure, he's got it. Yeah, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I, but but listen, there's there is no if ands or buts about it. They have to get that shit right mm-hmm. if they're because if it ended today, it's the Dodgers, Padres, wild card. Winner plays the Giants, Brewers, and Cards would be two and three. Mm-hmm. So, we are leading in so many. I was doing some research on this yesterday. We we're leading in so many. Categories. Or six games. I mean, we back. right. We look. I mean, if you looked at it and just where we're. Leading, oh, you think we'd be the best it, team in baseball? Oh, the best and yeah. way ahead of everybody yeah. else. You yeah. would not think. Like, with, oh, they've already third. clinched. Yes, you would not think that. It's crazy, third. and that's why you know the 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 Yanks are nine games out in the East, and I don't know if they're thinking in terms of meh, but them really wanting. They really want Gallo, right? Yeah, uh, and if they're thinking in terms of okay, next year this is an aberration. But oh, speaking of, they're canceled tonight because of COVID. COVID, yeah, Red Sox, I'm, Yankees. People canceled. partied over the All Star break, and I think they're not going to be the last game to get canceled right after the All Star break. Yankees have a big outbreak. It sounds like. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, okay. I, I, here we go again. Well. And the, it's funny when the NFL announced today that all 32 teams are going to have full stadiums, and then yeah. I saw the Yankees thing, and I thought, well. <laughs> We'll see. Okay, so we've got is it is there are a couple guys in the Padres? Hosmer does not want to get vaccinated Mm-mm. for some reason. Trade I think because he's worried about his or his reason that he says is because they haven't had children yet, so he's worried about fertility issues for his wife if she got vaccinated. Are there fertility questions? That's like a deep internet rumor. Yeah, supposedly if you ask any high level OBGYNs, they say no. That it's fine. I know plenty of, I know a lot of pregnant people that are getting vaccinated too. Obviously, this would mean 
well, can I still get pregnant if I've had the vaccine? But okay, most high level, well respected, scientific OBGYNs would say, yeah, it's not a problem. Okay, well, I I did I thought he just had some aversion to it. I didn't know it have to. I didn't know it had to do with he and his wife wanting to conceive. I can I can totally respect. Yeah, that. for sure. But I can also respect the Padre saying, "Hey, Brofus, go home then." Brofus, I'm sorry. Yeah, go home. We're uh, we're vaccinated. We're we don't want any of this bullshit restrictions, that type of thing. I'm sure you understand because we understand why you're doing it. Please understand why we're doing it. How about you just trade him instead? What has he done for you? Nothing. But does, but does anybody else want him? I mean, what, you'd have to throw a lot of money with it too, right? Or prospects. You know, I mean, prospects and Hosmer is still a good trade. You have someone who could come up, be a leader, be a pro, be get get into the system right away, even yeah. if he's not necessarily going to dominate for you. I think you've yeah. got enough guys on this team now with a Melanson, with a Manny, I we think have- with a Fam, with a Will, even though Will's not a big rah-rah guy. Oh, you have the leaders, no doubt. You've and also, the- I think you have the offense currently, even without Hosmer, especially without Hosmer, to win a World Series right now. I don't know that you necessarily need to bring in a bat. I really don't think you do. He comes He comes up with, with he's the king of the... The hit in when it, the garbage time. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter. When they're trailing 11 to 1 and he hits a home run. That's, yeah, that's like, Eric Hosmer. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. He has one hit this year I can think of in a clutch situation, and that was in the comeback against the Reds. And that was awesome. We can, mm-hmm. yes, one of the biggest moments of the season. But also, there's plenty of times where he just freaking grounds out Gra- to second. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. grounds out when there's, you know, two on. And, and he's swinging at things when the when the pitcher has just walked the last two people. Yep. Like, what are you doing? He's Hosmering. I don't. I would be so <laughs> is that happy a thing now. Look, but that's the thing with this season is Peter Seidler has made it so obvious that this is not about money anymore. This is about one thing. This is about winning a World Series. Yet he's still on first base. When you think about it, your best defensive lineup right now is Jake Cronenworth playing first, Hassan Kim playing second, Fernando Tatis Jr. playing short, Manny playing third. That's also probably your best offensive lineup. So sure. I, I just the fact that he's still in there every day. Well, but, and when you bring Kim in, Kim is giving you speed on the base paths. And, just like, like, life. Yeah. He gives you joy and happiness, and Manny loves him, and I don't think anybody likes Hosmer. I don't, I don't and, know, man. Did you guys see that wherever Austin Nola's rehabbing, he's been playing first? Which Ooh, I yeah. thought was kind of interesting. That's another... Yeah, I thought that was really interesting to see that. Because Caratini's been playing so well behind the plate. Right. If Hosmer becomes a spot starter at first, I'm all in. Right. Oh, uh, for sure. And I think I think he needs, and, and I don't know if the all-star break is enough, but they just need to, hey, you're, we're going to sit you for a couple days. Yeah, and you always talk about how valuable lefty on the off the bench is. There, there he There's is. There's your boy. There's your guy, Eric exactly. Osmer, lefty yeah. off the bench. There you go. Oh, man. So we get going against uh, the Nats tomorrow night. We got, we got Nats. We've got uh, then Braves. Marlins for four, Marlins. and then so, they're back home. Well, so, it's a long road trip. It is. So Ten-game East Coast road trip to start the second half. Woof. Yeah, they all left yesterday. In the dog days. The dog days are mm-hmm. almost here. It's going to be. Yeah, there's no more. It's only May. No, it's yeah. not. It's <laughs> almost August, boys. Yes, Let's. Gets, uh, everyone has to stop saying that. It's, <laughs> it's going to be. I, I will say this. I think it's going to be freaking – it's going to be must-see television every single night, just not on the Padres. But now we are definitely scoreboard watching. Dude, that last month when it's literally Dodgers, oh, Giants, Dodgers, holy Giants. Holy shit. I'm just like, oh, God, those Chris Paddock starts. Figure out how to get them <laughs> not on either any of those games. Oh, please. Because, like, you can manipulate the rotation a little bit to get it where Chris Paddock is thrown against, like, the Rockies when they're in town. Right, and right, not right. the Giants. Uh, well, but, we didn't do so well against the Rockies either. I mean, that's time, it. And you can't afford to do. Those are games we have to do. The must wins, you got to win. You can't do it anymore. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So it starts up on Friday. All right. On the other side. Good Padres talk, guys. Excellent Padres talk. Uh, on the other side, is anybody watching this NBA Finals? Last night I did. That was yeah, a fun it was game. A good, it was a good game really? last no, night. Well, there was nothing else on TV. That was the, Oh, and the Rise of El Nino. That was sick. Okay. Did we talk about uh, what's it, Shikari Richardson failing the pot test? Do we care? For the Olympics? The I think we talked about it, didn't we? Did we, we? talk about it? I feel like we, we that was a long sure. Was there yeah. a new one? No, I just I I wasn't sure if I we think talked we did about if, it or not. I think that was a couple episodes. Ago. I just, I, all I think is that it's dumb that that's even a thing in the first it's place. It's so dumb. Okay, the pot's legal. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, do we haven't? It happened after our last episode. The Stephen A. Smith Shohei Otani. Yes, he dumb. He doesn't know baseball. I don't. I don't even think that's his fault for coming up with that take. Sure I think it's just the producer's fault. He producers. doesn't know baseball. But Anyhow, after this apology was so lame. It was oh my lame. God. 
Again, you're apologizing because you got in trouble. Yeah. 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 All right. Much more to come after this word from our good friends at Blenders. Bamsland fam, we love you. Oh, Bamsland fam, we love you. (laughs) Love you. As we told you at the beginning of the podcast, and we just reiterated for you, so happy that Blender's Eyewear is along for the ride on the Bam Slam uh, podcast. You talk about awesome, affordable sunglasses, rad styles, plus colorways that range from 38 bucks to $68. They offer a wide range of products, sunglasses, RX, blue light, snow goggles, and helmets as well. They're big right now. They are even getting bigger Locally owned, locally made here in San Diego, but internationally known. Uh, Their motto is life in forward motion, and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself, like we're trying to do with this podcast, and that's why Blenders is along for the ride. Thank you, everybody, with Blenders Eyewear. Uh, They are offering a 16% discount uh, on behalf of the Bam Slam podcast for all of you that get to BlendersEyewear.com. Just use our code. Bam Slam, and you're going to get 16% off your purchase. BlendersEyewear.com. Code word is Bam Slam. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. That's right. Always use our code Bam Slam, 16% off BlendersEyewear.com. Welcome back to the Bam Slam podcast. Bam Slam! Um, From the Bam Slam studio. Okay, that's right. You just said something during the break that, okay, enough. Enough with this we, uh, social distancing bullshit, whatever. We, all, we already know that there's not going to be any fans at the, uh, at the Olympics. The opening ceremony, the March of the Nations, you know, again, you're going to hear... All this beautiful history that we have wrapped right. up in the Olympics, right. all of it is okay. poop now. Because Japan's on fire with COVID, the Delta variant, we get it. But you said, and your exact words were, people are going to have to meddle themselves. Explain. You like my little play on words? It's, it's kind of like, go fuck yourself, it but is. you have to meddle yourself. So yeah, uh, usually someone from the IOC or the committee or whoever's right. on staff. One of, one of those corrupt individuals. Right. <laughs> would come up and you would bow your head and they would put the medal on you and then you would stand up and sing your pledge of allegiance or the national anthem yeah this year uh athletes will be meddling themselves a person from sonic will skate out with the tray stop (laughs) no i believe (laughs) actually i think what's even worse is they're just gonna kind of be sitting on a little podium at the metal podium so you literally you you just pick it up and put it on oh if i was the bronze person i'd grab the gold a hundred percent it's mine yeah (laughs) Are you so that's how they get oh boy. I guess so. I I think it's silly. I'm like, okay, wait, if they're all in the same area anyway. It's so silly. They're all give gonna, me a break. They're all vaccinated. And they've all, all been tested right? Every single day. Yeah. Well, exactly. or, God, this or, is stupid. I'm sure they're all vaccinated to have to work there. It's probably, I don't know science, but I know that they're probably gonna be breathing that same person person's breath anyways. They're just hanging there on a towel rack. Hey, Benny, grab the gold one. Yeah, you know the drill, silver. Yeah, you know where to go. I have Here's trivia your national for you guys. anthem. You what have you, what? I have trivia for you okay. guys. Uh, who, what states, what do you think are the top four that have the most athletes on Team USA? California A. Yes, we lead with 126. Texas? They're in fourth with 31. Florida, oh, take that, Texas. Florida. Screw you. Texas always thinks they're the best at everything. Wait, I have a, a little Texas one. rant. They always think they're the best at everything. They think they're so much better than any other place. Where did this and, go And they from? had a massive snowstorm that because their governor couldn't yeah. know how to use the electric grid. Wait, the governor and, made the snowstorm? <laughs> she did, but he turned he off the electricity yeah. and people died. Shut off the grid. And then, and then I just hate the people that live there are so snooty about uh, Everything's better in Texas. It's so dumb. <laughs> I well, think guess they what? Say you only have th- you only have thirty one athletes, and we have one hundred and twenty six ah, okay. losers. So that's one area. California is doing all right. All right. Second, would you say Florida? Yeah, they're second with fifty one. Okay. I, I mean, I don't think this is right, but New York. I'm just nope. going off a of population. I don't think you'll get the third. Let me. Okay, hold on, hold on. So it's California, Florida, somebody else, Texas, Arizona. I am going to... North Carolina. S- no. Nope. Let's see. Where would they be training? Virginia. Us? Nope. No. And th- the state has 34. So 126, 51, 34, 31. Nevada. State, state of Washington. Nope. Oregon. Nope. No. I'm just which, naming which states. One? Colorado. Oh, altitude. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Wow. But we're by a lot. We have the most by a lot. Of course. 
We, well, we, we breed athletes here. Well, and you can also train – people move here to train year-round. That's yeah. a good point. So you yeah. can – and look what you can do. You can do everything from everything. an Olympic standpoint, a standpoint. And you've also got the the training facility down there in the right. – Well, don't a lot of Olympians go to UCLA to get trained? UCLA as well. For a track. And but, in the yeah. winter, the skiing. skiing. I mean, we really have it all. But a lot of them will move to altitude sure. to uh, to train. A lot of runners do that too. I They'll think. They'll do that up there mm-hmm. and, and, and then come down at sea level. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you, yeah, Japan's. But good on you, California. We have the highest taxes and we have the most Olympians. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeehaw. I'm not defending California by any means. But are you guys, are you guys fired up for the Olympics at all? I'm fired up because I have this weird thing about water polo and how much fun it is to watch. Okay. Especially those freak athletes that are in the pool. Okay. Well, the gymnastics, I think, is going to be... Simone Biles is must-watch TV. She is. And what a dynamite little thing she is. And I like the swimming, too. So swimming swimming. and gymnastics will be probably my... I think gymnastics, track and field, swimming... I, you know, I don't, I don't get into the basketball. I don't get into well, the professionals. That's what I don't get. That's and it. our basketball team sucks. Yeah, I don't get into like okay. There's what this rock climbing, rock wall, whatever it's called. I could do that. Well, <laughs> sorry, but I could. You could go up the like how they go super fast. Well, okay, it takes an incredible amount of athletic ability to do that. But sitting there, watching people. No. Is there a badminton in these ones? Or is that winter? I think it's summer. No, summer's badminton. The badminton is sick. Sand volleyball. Sand volleyball is really fun. It is really fun. I to used watch. to have such a big crush on Megan Trainer when I was like seven. Yeah. Is ping pong? I think maybe it Those is dudes this are nuts year. too. You know, like ping pong players in China are some of their highest paid athletes? I don't oh, know yeah. if that's true, but I read it on the internet. No, they. <laughs> oh well, it's true. They just then. make a ton of money, yeah. I guess, and off of endorsements. Yeah, and stuff. see, here's the problem: any athlete coming out of China, there's a gun that you know is cocked and loaded at either you or your family if you fail. What? Really? Oh my god! And they're sports. They're supposed to be fun. Oh sure. And if you have a baby, it better be a boy. Yeah, it better be a boy. Get a girl, Dude, get her out of here. Yeah, China's got no human rights problems. For all you people that complain about living in America, I sure am glad I do. Well, because that sounds scary. Oh no, there's, there's. I would have failed so many times. There, there God, have. No, I would have been killed. I wouldn't have made it. Stories of athletes that have like represented Iran, and then after the event, I ran away. I didn't want to go back home because I knew that. I was gonna. I let my country know they were gonna kill me. Uh, North Korea, uh, China, all those, no, all those sh- shithole countries. Ooh, that sounds like a scary place. What's yeah. funny is we we don't do that here, and we we still win. Wait, is that guy in North Korea? Is he alive? Kim, is he alive or uh, dead? Remember, they thought he was dead. Oh yeah. And then there was rumors he's not really dead. He is a fat fuck. And but the is fact he alive? That or? I don't. I don't. You just don't know. Oh. I bet you he listens. He consumes a lot of. And American his daughter media. like took over, and I thought, oh, that's even well, scarier. His, his sister is his sister, sister is like the angel of death. She is. Jesus Christ! Is I am fascinated about North Korea. Have you watched the one with Seth Rogen and James Franco? No, that movie is so goddamn funny. Where they go to interview Kim Jong Un, <laughs> and but like their secret mission from the American government is to go kill him. Dude, it, this is the one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It got banned from theaters because they thought it was going to start a nuclear war. Oh, please. But then it got leaked to YouTube, like, immediately. I love it. It's so funny because, like, the whole premise of the movie is that Kim Jong-un is, like, a giant fan of James Franco as a talk show host or something. Oh, my and God. And so he invites him to come to the palace or whatever. It's done. And then immediately James Franco and him become, like, best friends because he <laughs> drinks margaritas and has sex with all the hot girls and, like, parties every day. And so then it's like Seth Rogen the entire time is just trying to figure out how to kill him while all this is going on. It's a, such a funny movie. Highly See, recommend. I, I wonder if, okay, and I'm going to use the Wizard of Oz analogy. When Dorothy finally throws water on the Wicked Witch and she melts, her henchmen slash shoulders were like, oh, my God, the bitch is gone. Ding Hail, Dorothy. Dong, the witch is dead. Okay, I just wonder that if someone were to, you know, give Kim a, a little dirt nap if, in fact, the rest of the country would go, fuck, yeah, get rid of this dictatorship. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you look at North Korea and what they have, it really is an untapped well. It's it's actually, there's beautiful parts of it. No, I'm sure. And, you know, assimilate into South Korea or just become, mm-hmm. once again, Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm fascinated, and and this is I'll get off my little fanboy of of North Korea. Don't say that. Sorry. Say in, in interest. Your, yes. Uh, Kim Jong Il, Moon's dad, wrote an opera. Or they, that's a legend. That's the, uh, the that's the myth. Anyhow, in North Korea, you wake up to this song every single morning, like at six. Like it's playing in the streets. It is playing in the street. You you got to play it, and I know we just hold it up to the microphone. You got to hear it. It wow. is the freaking eeriest. Well, if we're gonna copyright infringe someone, I don't want to copyright infringe North Korea. <laughs> do it. I think they I'll might murder me. God, we're gonna. Well, be- my name's on the podcast, Costa. Do I don't want to so die. Fine. No, here. It's- I think the laser dot's already pointing at your face. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know what the sister should do, or whatever she is it, it, that's in charge now. The sister. It's a sister, right? I think so. Yeah. She should have an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is an excellent callback. High five. Think how, think how Costa, I don't want to listen to this. I, I think it's not meant for our ears. I'm, and so it's playing in the street. So when you're asleep, it, 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 that's what wakes blasted, you. It's like your alarm clock. It's blasted out of loudspeakers on the street. All, sorry. Okay, so I'm just going to. Is it any good? It's psycho weird. So oh here God. it is. Uh, hell no, I'm not waking up to that. This sounds like it's out of a horror movie. Oh shit, this is actually video of North Korea while this is playing? Yeah, in the morning as people are waking up and going about their business, this freaking psycho freak opera, whatever it is, plays every single morning if you're living there in Pyongyang. Can you imagine if you're, you know, morning... It's kind of relaxing. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're you're having morning, Jong, morning relationships oh. and you're and, and right in the middle of it, that right. went off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounds like penguins. Sorry, there goes the boner. <laughs> the dear leader's music's playing. Well, we're all Maybe gonna... we'll try tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Who you're knows? Right. We're all going to be... Um, I hope we're all alive tomorrow morning. <laughs> North Korea showing up at our doorsteps. I said I like the song. Please cut this out. I will stand by that. Dear leader, I love the song. It's good music. That is uh, (laughs) some crazy shit. I mean, (laughs) great guy, great leader. Uncle Kim. What did did Trump call him? He's a great guy. He got along well. (laughs) Donald. Donald. Know your audience, bud. You know, Donald Trump could have been the ruler of the world if he would have done... Like what Seth Rogen wanted to do. And just killed him? You get that close. <laughs> Holy shit, yes. Double tap to the brain. Saying, hey, man. It's over. Korea, North Korea, you're welcome. <laughs> Go on back to South Korea and just become Korea Except that again. sister's still around. She's well, no, oh, yeah. no spoiler terrifying. alert, but they in, in the movie, they ended up taking his own tank from his like garage that was like all pimped out and turning around just blasting him to shit. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. And it slow-mos his entire body blowing up. It's <laughs> The movie is fantastic. Costa, you would love it. Okay. And what's it called? The, the, di- the it's dictator. called The Interview. No, The Interview. That's right. The Interview. It's so funny, man. I'm going to watch it. It's hysterical. <laughs> like, there's this scene where, like, something goes wrong and the poison that they were going to kill him with, they lose it somehow. So they have to, like, the United States airdrops some drone thing and <laughs> Seth Rogen has to put it up his butt. <laughs> So funny, dude. He's like, I can't fit that up my butt. <laughs> oh my god! I will, uh, oh I will check it out. All right, do you guys have your uh, your music? Wait, 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 wait uh, do we, we got to go? Richard Sherman. Oh, oh shit, yeah. that's right. I'm and sorry. This is, I, I mean, look, he's been a 49 in the last two years. I hated him his first part of his career when he was a Seahawk. I've yeah. loved him the last two years. So yesterday, it comes down. Uh, I think Adam Schefter had it first that the Seattle Police Department had arrested him on domestic abuse and burglary. Oh, yeah. So then everyone gets a hold of the 911 call. And I mean, it was his wife. And she's saying, I need you to come right now. My husband is wasted, belligerent, saying he's going to kill himself, saying he's going to hurt other people. And it's heartbreaking to hear that. It's also just a heartbreaking story all around. I hope he is getting help. Because it sounds like something just completely snapped. 
They, he drank two fifths. Oh, that's how hammered he was. They, his wife seemed concerned that he was going to try and go for a cop's gun. Oh, a cop, police officer's a gun. Cop? Yeah, that he was going to kind of because he told. I get evidently what she said is that he said, "If you call the police, I'm going to get into a fight with them to get their gun." And I felt bad for her because somebody referred to her as his ex-wife and she was on Twitter saying, I'm not his ex-wife, right. I'm his wife. And she, she was, and she was adamant, like he wasn't going to hurt any of us. Yeah. He, there's, you know, he's having a breakdown. Yeah. He's not well. And she, was she staying at the uncle's house though? She I was, think it was I, the in-laws, wasn't the it? In-laws. She was so, not yes. with him for whatever reason. There was mm-hmm. also hit and run. Mm-hmm. Which was prior. I think he had the hit and run. They okay. found his car. In a construction site. Yeah. And then I don't know how he got from there to the house, but Jesus. it's anyway. it's such a mess of a situation, but it just kind of reminds you. And I mean, uh, like obviously there's the correlation of CTE and that's the first line everybody draws. Yeah. But it also just reminds you that NFL players are different mentally, physically, everything from everybody else. They have a monster inside of them, and Nick Hardwick talks about this all the time. He's like, when I'm on the field, I was a different human being. I was scary. I was trying to fight. I was trying to hurt. I was trying to all these things. And he's like, you would never know that if you talk to me like a normal human, but I've worked really hard to build that wall up between monster and Nick. He's like, some people have a lot harder time building the wall, and a lot of times the monster can break through the wall. Yeah. So in real life, I don't know. Like, It's hard to stereotype the entire NFL population. But it sounds like Richard Sherman's monster escaped, and that's terrifying, and I hope he is getting help more than anything. I think, too, when they – not all athletes, but when athletes, especially high-level athletes, know they're at the end of their career – He's also a free agent, doesn't know if he's going to get picked up. Right. That's If that's all they've known – it was the major part of their life since they were probably five years old and started, you know, Pop Warner football. They – making that transition to the real world and wondering how am I going to do this and who's going to help me and what am I going to do and where's my identity? It's, it's a rough transition. And then if you have, you know, maybe some CTE issues or substance abuse issues on top of it, because you're trying to numb some of that, whether it's the CTE side effect, you know, complications, symptoms, you're trying to numb that you're trying to numb the, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Who am I? It's well, thank tough, God the NFL does a great world. job of taking care of him oh, after they. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I would love. I think I'm going to try to get Skype going on this thing so we could have Nick on. But sure. this is like really the subject matter I would want to talk to him with because I could say what I think he's going to say, but also like it's so like I want Nick to tell the story of his first month after retiring mm-hmm. after he realized that it was over because dude went through some shit and we've all heard the story. But it's like it, it kind of puts perspective on you don't really understand what's going on inside these guys' heads. Mm-hmm. I worry about my son who's going to be in his last year of college football. Yeah. I worry about him after that. If he doesn't end up going, you know, he wants to keep going. Right, because he's been in locker rooms. He's been in weight rooms every single day for, what, the last 15 years? Yeah, he started playing at six. And I think for for him, he's very much a realist and knows how, you know. But, like, Canada Football League might be an option for him. There there are options out there. there'll be options for sure. But but he, luckily, he's also set himself up with his education and, and other avenues and he's he definitely knows that at some point it's going to end but you still kind of worry about it like oh sure what would that be like to not be strapping on those pads and putting on you know your helmet and going you know he put on a he put out a video yesterday on his instagram story they had their like uh photo day where they took all their individuals and and, yeah and and some some fun little uh video of different players or groups of players and he posted one of him with his quarterback and um and he was beaming my sister called me and she said ben the joy on his face in that i mean she goes he he's never lost it never since he was a little kid i mean it is joyous for him yeah and and she was right and but so that's why you know i can see why it's so hard for people to let go of it because that's That's where their joy is. Well, and unfortunately, it's a drug that cannot be replicated uh, anywhere. Yeah, and it, like there's no there's no synthetic locker room rush. There's no even even the guys that stay in it, coaching and broadcasting. It's not the same. Going to bed Saturday night, knowing you got a game. Nah, it's <laughs> it's not going to bed on Saturday night, especially on the road in your team hotel as a player, knowing you're going to get up and 
and play. And, and don't you think that's why so many of them do go into broadcasting, though? Because it keeps them oh, uh, in the game. Absolutely. Keeps them as close as they can possibly. Either coaching or broadcasting. Oh, keeps yeah. Keeps them yeah. right there in the game. Well, and, and a lot of the coaches never played pro football mm-hmm. uh, or had a very, very minuscule career. So they they've only known that rush of being a coach, and that's why they continue to do it. Obviously, it's a lot easier. Um, there's, there, I think there's one thing to be learned from, and I hope a lot of the men and women and professional athletes realize this. Don't be an asshole while you're playing because when you have an episode like Richard Sherman had or anybody else, there's a lot of people out there who are just sitting back and laughing and saying, oh, this is awesome because you had this coming times a thousand because you were a dick when you're a professional athlete and it's and you i mean most of them we know are not most of them are some of the greatest people in me well earth. people say he's done a lot for the oh um, seattle community oh he's in la done, and south central yeah, and stuff like absolutely he has but no richard sherman has walked the walk also a very smart guy yeah. i yeah. mean didn't he went to stanford didn't stanford? he yep. yeah. yeah so he's like super, super smart and smart he's always and... done all his own contract negotiations right. he's yep. always but I, that's that's kind of the thing when a switch flips a Switch flips. Yeah. And but uh, the perfect example for what you're talking about is Greg Hardy. Do you see how celebrated it was when he got his ass knocked 100%. out at UFC 264? Every single person, NFL players, guys like me, yeah. were like, oh, my God, he just got his ass knocked out. That was awesome. You had it coming. And he did. Yeah. But I, I, I feel bad think for if something Sherman. If something bad happened to Tyreek Hill... Oh, people there, would be there, celebrating. There would be Kareem sure. Hunt, or mm-hmm. yeah, there's so many examples we could go off. Right, mm-hmm. there would be celebrations in the street. Mm-hmm. All right, what uh, what are our songs to have people? Uh, I know mine. Into it's uh, Kim Jong Un's opera. Damn it, I Kim Jong Il's opera. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> that was very. Quick. I never learned to go first. Yeah, you got to oh, learn, bud. Oh my god, you gonna learn today? Been so um, good at this podcast. I'm gonna go with U2's. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Oh, I love that song. Because it is a beautiful day. It is. It's beautiful. a beautiful day. Yeah, I, I really awesome. like that. I love you too. Oh, I love. I went except to their... when freaking Apple forced us all to download the album. I went, you remember that? Yeah, I went to, when they played at the um, was it at the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah, a couple years ago. God, it was so good. I saw. Okay, quick YouTube story. I saw the it was the Lemon Pop or whatever the tour was, or uh, they had just come out with. They were promoting Elevation. Mm-hmm. So. We're sitting, we had Meg loves you too, and so we um, we got really good seats at the sports arena, and they open up with Elevation, and the, you know song starts and like oh fuck this is great because stage is sorry sorry Ben <laughs> I'm keep on moving away from my microphone the stage is completely dark and you're like oh my god they're there but we just can't see them, and then a spotlight pops up on the stage and you see the four of them come walking up together. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of casually looking at it, waving and stuff. Yet elevation is plain, and they all just kind of casually walk up to their instruments and stuff, and they're looking around. So and then boom, they start playing live, and they do not miss a beat so from good. recorded to live, like it was. You know, oh god, it was, okay, we that's need one of the fantastic things I've ever seen in a concert. Now that I know that Meg likes you too, yeah. like I do. We need to blast it in this house, have drinks at the bar. Okay. All right. All right so next, a, I'm ready for a shot. A next. Okay. <laughs> you guys don't have to drive. Well, you DTH. don't have to drive anywhere. No. I'm the only one um, has to get in her car and drive. I'll so Uber next time. We promised a pool episode. I have to get my song still. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No, because now I'm fired up to do the bar episode because we just got Let's new bar chairs. I know, new I, bar saw them. Okay. I saw them. They're so much more comfortable. Allie, what's your song? Sorry for this behemoth of a man my next s- to me sorry. who's ignoring you. It's so boring, my song. But it came on while I was on my way down here, and I, it's an old song, but oh, there's something about it. it. I'm a little bit restless right now, and it, uh, like, I don't mean like right this minute, but I mean just at this point in my life a little bit, yeah. and this song just kind of and captures that gypsy Fleetwood Mac. Ooh, I, I like love Fleetwood one. Mac. Mm, me too. They're making a comeback in a big way. Well, at least mm-hmm. Stevie is. Is she? I love that song. Yeah, I guess she's been seen partying around Arizona. She lives down there. And uh, like her song is going viral on TikTok, or has been. Well, it wasn't also the guy with the cranberry juice. Yeah, that's, was, that was the oh, one. Oh, that's right. Dreams, dreams. I think. Yeah, yeah Dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't she like gigantic too? She No, she was. She's like, like, are you talking fat? 
She's like three bills now, isn't she? I don't think so. She was just an American Horror Story like two seasons ago. Oh, okay. She looked good. Struggled, I think, a little bit with weight, but I don't. I don't think she's that big. She was. It might have actually been like six years ago now. That because that was when I was in like college. She's awesome. She Mm -hmm. still has the voice because she did a singing in that episode. Okay. I just thought she was. Stop talking shit about Stevie Nicks. Sorry. Not sorry. Uh, Bam Slam family, absolutely, as always, we uh, cannot thank you enough for being along for our uh, podcast. And last but not least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces for what you do, what you've done for us. Go check us out on Twitter right now, at Bam Slam Pod. We got pictures up there. And check out the studio, check out the yard, check out all those things. Bam Slam fam, we love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.